discuss where we are. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome once again to After the Movie. I'm Erica. Across from me, as always, is Bob. Yo. And we went to the movies today. We did. Bob, what did we go see? Uh, we went to go see Dragon Ball Super Broly. Yes. So, in case you guys weren't aware, what with the two-hour uh, episode we did last week on uh, a movie that we've talked at length about since the inception of this podcast, we are super nerds. We are uh, dorks of the highest caliber. And uh, I happen to be a very big Dragon Ball Z fan from uh, way, way back when I, when I was little. Uh, Bob, when did you first become aware of the Dragon Balls? Um, it was before we moved to Northampton, so this would have been grade school. So randomly found it on, like, TV somewhere. Some, or, on Toonami or something. Right. Right, yeah. I don't know if it was on Toonami. No, you may have been still in grade school when it was on Toonami. I think I was in high Maybe, school when I, it finally got on Toonami. Uh, the way I found it was randomly on, like, Saturday mornings. See, I when remember... It preempted by baseball. I remember watching it after school. So, but Well, we I also grew up in, you know, different parts of the country, so it was yeah. on... Like at different times and shit, but it was syndicated back when we were yeah. when we were little. Mm-hmm. So it was on like, you know, all the time, random times. Yeah. Then, uh, uh, tsunami got a hold of it and it got on there and it became a thing. Right here, at least, mm-hmm. at a more widespread audience. So, um, yeah, we were talking. Funimation has had the license for a, a long time, and this is the latest movie to come out of the Dragon Ball franchise. It is. But, as is our want, we first must peel into the trailer park. Yes. There were only three trailers, which was nice. First was uh, Wonder Park, which I have written here as Wonder Pork, because <laughs> we were in a theater. And I don't uh, normally do the typing for the trailers, so Wonder Pork. Uh, Wonder Pork. Yeah, I, I turned to Bob while they were uh, showing this, and I was like, it is only fat nerds in their 30s in this theater. I'm not sure why they're showing a children's movie. No clue. At the beginning of this. Not a clue. If anything, we should have gotten the John Wick 3 trailer. And considering uh, a certain uh, word uttered by Vegeta at one point in this movie, uh, which isn't especially egregious. What did he say? He said dumbass. Oh. Whatever. I mean, that's. I think they said crap at some point. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's the minorest of minors thing. Yeah. But it's like, that's not a children's movie word. Yeah. You can get dumbass in PG. Maybe in a G. I don't know. I don't really see a lot of those movies anymore. I don't know. Just it shouldn't be in a children's movie. <laughs> <laughs> it, so, it's not. It was just. So a, it, it, it seemed it, odd. To yeah, me. it was off. That that was a trailer that was attached. I feel to this. like this is this is a situation of Marcus took it and like I, I was wondering about this like how exactly they do the trailer like how all that's negotiated and you know because when you have like a big Marvel movie come out you know every half the trailers are Disney. Well, right, right. And then all the other thing, anything else that sneaks in there is usually bigger budget. 
um, too. But so like for something like this, where it's like, uh, huh, well, you know, Funimation doesn't have like a litany of films coming out. They're pretty few and far between. Well, and we talked about it. There's not really advertising for anime movies. Right. So does the theater just sell, um, sell trailer space to just whoever wants it and it would actually be really interesting to find out how that all works i would be very intrigued yeah um and then you know was it just someone whoever you know booked this for marcus was like oh it's a animated thing it's a children's movie let's just put children's movie trailers in front of it it's greg marcus is that the guy's name? I don't know. <laughs> uh, so then the second one was a teaser for Toy Story 4. Why? Why? I mean, I know uh, why. I know why. But why? Money, 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 money. Like, didn't we say all we needed to say at the end of Toy Story 3? Money. I felt that we did. That movie left me keening in the theater. <laughs> like a widow who just lost her husband at sea. <laughs> the ending in that movie's rough. <laughs> but yeah, no, Toy Story 3 wrapped it up really nice. It was like, it's just like a well told thing. Like, yeah, why like, are we doing this? Know. Like Tim Allen needs a check. Maybe. I don't Actually, know. I think he's doing okay. I'm sure he's doing fine. Um he's got that last man standing show. Um <sighs> Do you have thoughts? No, I don't have any okay. thoughts. I never have thoughts about anything. Uh, and then what was the third trailer, Erica? Detective Pikachu, which I am so looking forward to. I can't to. wait for this thing. I cannot wait for this movie. I have to put it on our calendar to make sure that we've got... When is it? It comes out in like May or something. Okay, good. No, we have to go see this. The, it's going to be the dumbest thing ever. It is either going to be a glorious train wreck or the greatest movie of all time. Well, you know what I've noticed about this trailer is the Pokemon look really good. Oh, yeah. Like... They look awesome. Really good. Oh, there's some money behind this. Well, yeah. I mean, Nintendo wouldn't... The Pokemon Company. Which is a really complicated thing. I want to have a podcast one day just to talk about the Pokemon Company and how it's controlled because it's so confusing. <laughs> like, Nintendo... Like, it's split between three companies. But Nintendo probably owns the majority stake in it, I would assume. Probably. and But it's... They're privately owned entities, so it's like... It's all clouded in secrecy. Right. And, but, and like, there's things you can't do with Pokemon, but then you make Detective Pikachu. And you, it's like... I'm just saying, I think they, they think they've got something, and I hope that they do, because, it, like I said, it could be amazing. Only thing that it has not going for it is Danny DeVito should have been the voice of Pikachu. And I know that was an internet thing, but if you stop and you think about it, that would have been fucking perfect. Yeah. And then you get rid of the kid. You get rid of the kid. Charlie Day. Perfect. Perfect film. 10 out of 10. <laughs> they, no, what they should do is they should do a Detective Pikachu episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay, so we need to start keeping a running tally <laughs> of episodes we need them to do. <laughs> because they're on the tail end of, of the show being a thing. You don't have a lot of time left, Bob. So we got to get this written down and mailed so the boys know. So I think it was a Justice League episode. 
and now we want a Pikachu Detective Pikachu episode. So I, I expect you're writing this stuff. Down. I'm I am writing it, down. or at least keeping a mental catalog of it. Yes. You good? I'm good. You're good. Yep. Okay. How did Jack not flee from the theater immediately when he said his friend was watching Uprising? Can we talk about that for five seconds before we launch into the movie? <laughs> friends do not let friends watch that movie. He should have left immediately, driven to wherever the fuck the friend lives, and slapped the remote out of his hand. I mean, hands. he let us watch Uprising, too. I mean, to be so, fair, So, I mean, though, he's not... Eh, I that mean, I led us down that treacherous path. He warned us. He warned us it wasn't going to be good. And I was, like, once more into the breach. <laughs> I know I said I was going to stop talking about it. You all knew that was a blatant lie. So let's let's move on, shall we? Let's peel out of the trailer park and let's start talking about uh, some anime. We that, really... that sound you just heard was everyone turning the podcast off. I was going to say we need we what we need is a a uh, more but they'll fuck it up in the DLC and make it lame. Uh, or they'll just we need a couple sound bites, Bob. We should really think about investing in that or uh, uh, upping our editing game. Just just a smidge. A smidge. <laughs> so, uh, first thing that I would really like to talk about, excuse me, is the animation. I thought the animation was stunning. It was pretty top-notch. I mean, there were parts where you could tell that they clearly ran out of money, and it was like, okay, this is just kind of a throwaway scene, so we'll mm-hmm. just, yeah, do whatever. But... Um, Overall, I thought it was beautiful. Yeah, it looked really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I liked that it was a little bit of a departure from like what the series normally looks like, mm-hmm. which was cool. Um, it's nice to kind of see. I mean, it wasn't like incredibly divergent of an art style, but it's cool to see like a different sort of take on the characters. Yeah, you got a little bit of different art direction and kind of playing with it a little bit. And you get, uh, you know... Chibi Vegeta, Chibi Raditz. I mean, that's right where you want to be. Um, to me, that's worth the price of the... the where did that term come from? Chibi? Yeah. Chibi is... Uh, we were just talking about this in the chat this week. It's a uh, uh, Japanese term for, uh, like, small. Oh, okay. And that's probably just what, like, like, the horrible North American fandom has taken it to be. But, yeah, Chibi is, like, small. Uh, or like a tiny version. I mean, I know exactly what it is, but right. it's like, where did it come from? So, yeah. um, no, so you, like you got, you got a lot of different things. Uh, you got, you got a lot, I, you know, this is one of those situations where I didn't, I really didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. And if I had thought about it for like a microsecond, I would have been like, oh yeah, it makes of the way I feel uh, about Hannibal Chow My son, is similar to how I feel, <laughs> 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 you know, and do some of the backstory considering, I mean, obviously they retconned everything about Broly. Um, well, a lot of stuff about Broly you retconned. And again, I, this, this episode is very niche. So I, I, I encourage you to hang out for the chat. But I understand if you're like, I'm not going to listen to this episode. <laughs> I completely understand. So, And it is spoilery. Yeah, we are going to be talking about... Sp- as we want to do. As we do, right. So no, they reckoned pretty much everything, right? Because 
You reckon Bardock. He didn't appear to have future vision mm-hmm. in uh, this. Um, we meet uh, uh, Goku's mom. Presumably. I guess. I'm not sure how the stuff happens because we've got like pods that we're growing babies in. So, I also enjoy... This is one of those... Because uh, this is a line of questioning that you could like... You can really go down. You could really go down. But here, this... One of the things... This is a, a trope in science fiction that I love. Uh, super advanced civilizations that live in clay huts. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are just the grunts, Bob. Not everybody can live in the palace. It's just the way things are. <laughs> well, it, you know, it's, 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 it always makes me laugh when I see that in something. But... Um, I, I, we were talking about art direction. We kind of started wandering, but you know, it, I the point I was making is that like it touched on a lot of different things. It gave them the opportunity to draw a lot of different stuff and to give it kind of their own flavor. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, it was pretty cool. Well, and yeah, you had some some retconning going on because uh, I always assumed that um, the Bardock special was canon. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's not anymore. If like, because I think the all these electrical systems work we whenever they get put into the head. Canon. Why now? I mean, ultimately, it does not matter. Uh, canon is what you make of it, to me. Um, canon, canon does matter to a degree, only for the future stories you tell, and you have you. But you don't get that in this movie. Now you may have legitimate questions about it. it it's it's important for your viewer um, or um, your reader if you're in the book scene. Uh, if you're in the book scene. If you're in the book scene. One moment. Hello. Okay, I'm back. I I lost monitoring like a hundred percent, and it was like, go <laughs> no. Um, no, it's it is important for your viewer, your reader to just understand the world that they're in, and to to, to have a set like, if, especially if you're going to be talking about actions that are based on things that have happened in the past. Um, to that end, though, you can always get around that by just explaining which canon you're in you know um but you want to avoid having to do that too much so from that perspective there is a a level of importance to canon and understanding your world and that's you know it's a lot of the reason why um you know tv shows always have their bible and you know tell you what the world is but i'm thinking more along the lines of say what they did with star trek Mm-hmm. where it ultimately, it's like, yeah, the new movies kind of shit all over the old stuff, mm-hmm. but you still have the old stuff. Yeah. The old stuff still exists. Yeah. And should you want to wander into the darker parts of, you know, the fandom, you can still find content being created within that canon. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it, it has no... Like, y- you should never get worked up over canon... 
it has it, it does have importance in storytelling mm-hmm. and making sure your audience knows what they're consuming. I think you, you can be mad that a movie was bad. <laughs> but no, I, I mean, like, just if you don't like the storyline, don't continue to follow it. But uh, th- there's no reason to get worked up over canon. And like uh, Star Wars, of course, is one of the biggest. Well, um, and when they fly in and they say, oh, nothing, this is canon anymore. It's like, OK, but it still exists. It still exists, right. They're not going around and burning all of the books, you know. Right. So, I mean you know are still out there for you to consume they might not be creating any new content but that's what archive of our own is for well what i think is funny is when like you start talking with people about it and they're like you're like oh yeah well uh you know well at least he didn't get you know killed by a moon or he did and then someone flies in and is like well that's not canon anymore so it didn't happen it's like why don't you go fuck yourself well, the canon police are like, just, to, yeah, I'm aware. Like, I, I know he got killed by a moon. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm aware of the greater goings-on around, you know, the, 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 this thing that I like to follow. So right. let's, let's not be a douchebag. That is the guiding principle, I think, uh, if we can say anything. Uh, don't be a douchebag. After the movie, don't be a douchebag. Just don't be a douchebag. No. It is really not that hard. If you're going to get yourself worked up over um, a piece of fiction and how that story is told, how about you go out and write your own and then you can control the story. Be the fanfic you want to see in the world. Not even a fanfic. Go write your own stories. With blackjack and hookers. Yeah. Is the best way to do it, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I think, you know, and, um, we've watched enough Lindsay Ellis to, to hear a lot of these discussions. And if you want a in-depth discussion about that, go check out her videos on YouTube. But, you know, who owns uh, art after it's been disseminated to the world? Well, that grows into a greater conversation about death of the author. And right. And stuff like that. that. And it's like, you know, at the end of the day, though, it's creators who put it out there. And if as a consumer, you can love it, it can be important to you. But unless you're creating yourself, I don't I I you don't own it. I disagree to an extent. I mean, because once you put something out there. You've put it out there for the masses, for the hive mind, if you will. Mm-hmm. It's no longer yours. It's yours still, but not yours anymore. And and I, I agree with that but to the sense, like, if you want to go write fan fiction or your own stories derived of it, um, by all means. But if you're just, if you feel like you own a piece of art because you've watched it, I don't think that's well, true. Well, I don't think you get to dictate to the author who's creating the work I want it to happen this way right so it needs to happen this way right again that is what fan fiction is for yes as we've we've gone into in depth on this show multiple times um but Broly but Broly yes (laughs) 
we got off on a, at a canon tangent. I mean, it happens. It ha- Well, no, I think it's relevant because Broly wasn't canon before this movie. Right. Those Broly movies from uh, DBZ are... All of the movies from Dragon Ball are considered outside of canon. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is fine. Oh, yeah, it's fine. I don't care. I, you know, I... Now, I would say all the DBZ movies, or the vast majority of the DBZ movies, I wouldn't want to be canon, because uh, they're not very good. I mean, I have a special place in my heart for most of them. Some of them are just really dumb, but I, I, I've i seen them all, and I've never been like, oh, well, that was a waste of my time. Because yeah. they're ridiculous, mm-hmm. but it's I'm here for the animated fighting. The only, the only problem I have with the movies... Uh, in general, is that they're too fast because they have to be. Well, yeah. Uh, usually, like, which is a weird thing to say for Dragon Ball because Dragon Ball is usually very slow. Mm-hmm. But, um, though I think Super had a good pace, but that's a whole other conversation that we can have. Um, but, I mean, you think about the great moments in Dragon Ball and, like, uh, in my mind, uh the pinnacle of Dragon Ball w- is and always will be that first showdown between Goku and Frieza. Mm. Uh, and if that, you know, obviously the like 20 episodes it took to go five minutes. 20. <laughs> that's conservative. <laughs> uh, you know, it's probably a little long, but if it, if it was super quick, it wouldn't have had that, te- that same level of tension and, it wouldn't have been as impactful. Well, and I also think, though, you had to have watched... Like, I've had this conversation with people before. At the age I'm at now, if I meet somebody who's in their mid-30s, and they're like, oh, what anime should I watch? I always, my knee-jerk reaction is, fucking watch Dragon Ball Z, because it's the greatest thing ever. I can't do that, because it's like 400 episodes long. It's a lot. Or yeah. 300. Something insane. It's watch like, no, DBZ you... Watch DBZ abridged. It, DBZ abridged or go watch Kai because Kai cuts it down pretty nicely. I think it's just under 200 episodes and yeah. they cut out all of the filler of which there is a lot in, mm-hmm. in Dragon Ball. And if I can aside here as well, tangents, the podcast, an episode of Steven Universe where plot heavy stuff doesn't happen does not mean the episode is filler. Steven Universe doesn't have filler episodes. F- when you meant tangent, you meant... Oh, we're like veering off the highway. Like, we're- there's Venn diagrams in this world, and there's what we were talking about and what we're going to, oh, and no, there's no. No, zero... No, 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 no. no, Robert. Oh, zero? Zero crossover. Do you really? Do you want to get into this? <laughs> Steven Universe is so influenced by Dragon Ball Z, do you really want to get into this? The whole concept of fusing... Like, dancing to Fuse? Where the fuck you think they got that from? A completely original idea. Fuck you, Bob. All right. <laughs> Connie's wearing, like, Gohan's outfit from the fucking, like, uh, uh, Cell Saga. Like, just stop. All right? Just just stop yourself. There's a lot of crossover there. <laughs> but no, it annoys me because I'm a crotchety old woman because it's like, you fuckers don't know what filler is. Filler is watching the same character down in a crouch, powering up for, like, ten episodes while you're waiting for some shit to happen. All right? Steven Universe has a very screwy release schedule, but it's, that's not a filler thing. Okay? Like, there's, like, low-key episodes because you can't have plots 
major plot elements being flung at you every episode. Rant over. I get really annoyed with that. It's like, you fuckers don't understand. You don't know what the pain is. Okay. 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 Yeah, okay. You alright? Yeah, I'm okay. Okay. So, I think uh, I ranted about that on Twitter earlier this week, too, but it annoys me. It annoys the shit out of me. Broly. Broly. <laughs> but Broly wasn't considered... Right. Right. Yeah. So this is just kind of bringing him into the fold, obviously, so, for future stories. So, something that I've been hearing a lot of, and, and Jack even mentioned it to me at the theater, is that, you know... Uh, so out of nowhere, Broly is a fan favorite that um, is news to me. Maybe. I I mean, that first movie is delightfully ridiculous. But I don't really give a shit about Broly, personally. Well, it, the first, the original story is just so stupid. <laughs> um, and... To quote Dragon Ball Z abridged, uh, no, it is. It's it's just it's so dumb. It's exceptionally dumb. Yes. Um, I and mean, I were... think they, I felt they did a really good job with retconning that to make it well, it's much not even more relevant. Retconning, it's just this is the not canon. Stupid. This is the canon story for right. it now. I was a little annoyed with the the Superman, the Supermaning of Goku. That kind of got on my nerves a little bit. But, yeah, that's just my damage. Because I'm Ryder Die Vegeta, so. Love the lights on everywhere. Should you hypothetically decide to make another movie. I'm just saying Vegeta is the superior character. Because he has an arc. Good guys don't have arcs. Where's my arc, Polly? Where's my arc? Watch The Sopranos. It's a great show. I watched a few seasons. Oh, that came out 20 years ago this year. It's terrifying. Moving on. Broly. Um, so, yeah, some of the... I, I thought... Overall, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. It was the right amount of ridiculousness that I was looking for. Um, and just sort of, let's get, you know, get to the fighting. That's, that's basically what I'm here for. Maybe some little fan servicey moments here and there. But... Because I do think the folks who do the dub know what they're doing with the fan service shit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, but especially uh, the um, those episodes that we watched of that f- that are the episodes from Super that encompass the first movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we don't have to get into it. Um, where was I going with that? I don't remember. But the beginning of the movie, and I understand that you had to set up all of that kind of background, it just took a while to get to where we were going. It did feel like it it dragged a little bit. Uh, And there's some of that that you probably could have skipped over. I don't think we needed uh, the guy who was in the ship with Broly's dad when they first came down to the planet. Yeah, you didn't need You didn't that. need him at all. A lot of that, like looking for GB Broly when they first got there, mm-hmm. I thought was a little 
you know, whatever. That didn't bother me too much because that's, that was, you know, it wasn't enthralling, but it was at least original story. What I think you you could have ditched out on is, you know, Frieza blowing up the planet. Because um, it's something we've seen before. Uh, and the Bardock stuff. We, you really didn't need it. Every, it's like, if you watch Dragon Ball. You know this. Yeah, this is... and that wasn't retconned. It wasn't different. All you got out of that was you found out that uh, Goku has a mom. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Um, although if you don't do that, you don't get Chibi Raditz and Chibi Vegeta, um, with... Just uh, being little shitbags. Yeah. So, eh. We got some Nappa, too, which is key. Nappa with hair. You need that Nappa action, man. <laughs> Young Nappa with a little smattering of hair. <laughs> Grand Vizier Nappa. Watch Dragon Ball Abridged if you haven't. It's, it's so good. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, um, no, and like Kill parts. Baby. <laughs> Stop. Uh, go watch Dragon Ball Bridge. Parts of it. Um, yeah, I mean, because that's the little like fan servicey shit where mm-hmm. like everybody in the theater laughs and it's adorable and it's just like okay, okay, yeah. we got there. That's fine. Um, I I like that they did a little bit more to, and I haven't watched the original Broly movie in a very long time. Um, I've watched the Dragon Ball abridged version several thousand times. Um, but I don't recall if they, I don't think they did much in creating um, him as like a character. Fall into the memory. They didn't give him, yeah. and they did that Brilliantly a little bit more. Shot, um, stunningly. This. Which is, he's going to be a character going forward. Right on. What did you say? I couldn't hear you from all the way up here. Uh, you got to see that stuff quoting them. <laughs> <laughs> we'll watch it when we're done. Uh, no, yeah, it was it was interesting. They they actually made a character. Uh, the glasses, like, stop it. I, Just stop it. I feel like they over. Well, give the background. You will I will also say though bit, that like, the movie oh, okay. needs to have the viewer Especially buy with the two, um I forget their names. Yeah. The green chick and the yellow and the orange dude. Yep. Who are the ones who end up finding Broly. They're part of the Frieza force and bring uh, 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 Broly and his dad back to Frieza, who is trying to gather the Dragon Balls because he wants to grow by five centimeters. He wants to be a little taller. Th- can we can we talk about how this is the best part of the movie? It is easily movie? the best part of the movie. Because it's so ridiculous, and it's like, here for it. And I like, he's like, uh, the, you know, his, his little dumb assistant's like, what are you going to wish for? Are you going to wish for immortality? And he's like, you know, what I was Been to hell. cocooned. Um, <laughs> Didn't appreciate it very much. Just, uh, just looks off. Real tragedy stories that I enjoy. The fact that Eventually. the hero doesn't always... Well, it starts with uh, they steal the Dragon Balls because Bulma has been collecting them. And Bulma wants to de-age herself by five years. And this is a premise, Robert. This is an actual premise in the movie this is a fanfic premise is what it is (laughs) i have read this exact fic several thousand times over the course of a lifetime 
um and her whole thing is she's like well i want to de-age myself by five years and she's uh, the uh weese is like well why not just 10 like just fucking like go for broke and she's like well i don't want people being like Ooh, what, who's your surgeon like what, what, what what's going on here like fuck that it's nobody's goddamn business it has to be so people don't notice and then we get this scene with frieza where he's like well i want to grow uh five centimeters and they're like but couldn't why why only five and he's like i don't want people to notice i still want him to think that i'm growing it's it's fucking hilarious yeah can we talk about how time being or trying to throw people in that oh, don't have that much combat experience. It is. Have. It's delightful. Well, I appreciate that. And Z had its moments of like levity and comedy, but Super kind of leans into that a little bit more, mm-hmm. especially with those two. It's it's delightful, and I'm glad that they were shoehorned in here for like five seconds. Because <laughs> they really, there's no reason for them to be. In They're the just place. always around now, right? They just hang out. Well, because Bulma makes good food. And they like the food, so they hang out. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. They're at this beach resort at the beginning of the movie, and uh, Beerus is just like, "No, yeah, I'm like, I, I can't be bothered. I'm, I'm napping." <clears throat> like, what? No, I don't, I don't fucking care about this planet. Go screw. So at this point, because I, I'm woefully behind on Super. This is after the very end of the current run of Super. Um, this is after the so, tournament of power. So at this point, uh, Goku is not is still not yet as powerful as Beerus. No, but he's scratching at the door, to borrow a term. Mm-hmm. Um, because in the tournament of power, just just like, you can feel the nerd just oozing out of my pores. Uh, Goku reaches a new level called Ultra Instinct, mm-hmm. which is the gray-haired transformation you may have seen. Mm-hmm. And uh, Vegeta has a similar transformation, which I don't remember what they were calling it, but I call it like Royal Blue because it's fucking badass. They have a dumb name for it, which I refuse to use. Um, which they both achieve during the course of the Tournament of Power. Um and uh but it's a hard thing it's not something that they've mastered yet so they can't transform into it at will which is why you didn't see it during this movie mm-hmm. um i don't know where the fuck i was going with that but uh, that ultra instinct is kind of in line maybe not quite there but in line with Getting the power there. of a god of destruction gotcha right intrigue okay just wanted to see where we were. Oh, for sure. Lining out. Well, the Tournament of Power is probably the best arc of uh, Super. It's good. The fighting is great. There's some real good character moments. Um, a couple great Vegeta episodes in there, which is right where you want to fucking be. Um, but it's it's really good, and the ending is pretty solid as well. Like the Trunks, the Future Trunks arc in Super, is also pretty good. But I found the ending of that to be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> What would you care to explain? Like that's uh that that's a way to end your story, all right? But the fighting in that is really good too, which is ultimately what you're fucking here for. Yeah. Speaking of the fighting. Speaking of the fighting. Uh, how did you find the fighting in this movie? Oh, I loved it. It was great. Like it took us a while to get there, and I was getting a little impatient because I'm like, this is this is what I'm here for. I'm here for the glorious Vegeta moments. 
I'm here for some Bulma action because I fucking adore Bulma. And I want to get to the, the anime fighting. Please. Please and thank you. And I enjoyed it. I did. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like I said, I love this animation style. Um, there were a couple parts when they slipped into CG where I was like, yeah, work on those lip flaps, guys. That doesn't look very good. Um, specifically where uh, Goku and Vegeta both attack with the Kamehameha and the, uh, I think it was the Gallic Gun. I don't think it was the final flash. Just, just oozing, oozing off of me. Mm-hmm. Where the the lip sync looked a little off. Yeah. Um, but that's a minor, minor quibble. I thought the effects were real done really well, and uh, the fighting and the animation overall were gorgeous. I don't know if you would agree. Yeah, I, th- I thought it looked really good. I, you know, uh, I was a. L- it's one of those things where like, sometimes. Um, the amount of CGI is a little off-putting. The ships being CGI is very, like... Glaring. Yeah. And, but, you know, I, I mean, ultimately, it really didn't bother me that much. Uh, and, uh, you know, it was... I think there were things they did um, during the fight with CGI that... Um, were pretty cool that would have been really difficult to do animated so um but traditionally animated mm-hmm. um so uh you know i but i thought for the most part it was a pretty seamless mix of yeah. the cgi with the, uh it worked i thought it worked well mm-hmm. i also appreciated that um they were like, oh, oh, should we throw Piccolo in this? We should probably put Piccolo in this. How did we not throw Piccolo? Oh, get Piccolo in the movie. Throw Piccolo in the movie. And he's the one that shows them uh, ultimately how to fuse. Mm-hmm. So we got to get Gogeta in the canon. That's very important. <laughs> uh, what was really funny about that, though, is that they fuck it up like several times. So like an hour of, of time goes by. Where it's Frieza fighting Broly and just getting his fucking ass handed to him. Yeah. Which I found super humorous. I, I did. Th- well, especially how they turned Broly onto Frieza was pretty great. Well, that was great. But so ultimately it seems like uh, um, Goku's going to be able to handle Broly easily. Not easily. I mean, whatever. But he's in his uh, the blue form. And... Um, <laughs> so oh, this Frieza. is the best moment. Oh, my God. He remembers, like, oh, how did Goku transform into a Super Saiyan the first time on Namek? I killed his little buddy Krillin. I killed someone that was close to him. Let's do that with Broly. I have his dad sitting right here. So he literally just turns to his dad and fucking ganks him. Then he goes, oh, my God, Broly, look what happened. It's so over the top. It's wonderful. An errant blast has killed your father. <laughs> it was amazing. I loved it. <laughs> I laughed out loud in the theater. It was great. There was so there were a lot of good laugh out loud moments in this movie, but there was definitely one moment in the movie where you could hear you over literally everything else I don't going on. What it was though. It was. <laughs> I had a few really good like laugh my ass off moments. Mm-hmm. The taller thing, I might have been that. I laughed pretty hard at that. That was good. 
there are a few lines where I probably shouldn't have laughed, but I laughed anyway. Because mm-hmm. that's that's I'm that asshole. Um, uh, so yeah, so that's how Brawly or Broly kind of pushes uh, Brawly, Brawly, Brawly. <sighs> how he pushes. You're gonna get us killed. <laughs> hey, gay foster dads. Um, yeah, that's a that's a we, that was a that's a path. We went we went Dragon Ball to Pacific Rim to 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 clone fucking high <laughs> in the span of 10 seconds yep yep and that's this that. is what the people tune into it is <laughs> it's just fucking tangents the, the podcast exactly oh my god um oh what was i saying so no yeah then um broly is able to push past his limit and just can't really contain himself anymore and um what ultimately uh I didn't appreciate that Vegeta was out of the fight for as long as he was. I thought that was kind of glaring. It was getting on my nerves. Because I was like, I too would be standing back and watching Goku get his ass kicked. However. <laughs> well, what I what was really weird about it to me was how, like, there was no banter between them over who got to fight him. And that's one of the great pleasures of that was, like, those two. Yeah, and that was like a lot of fun in Resurrection F was when they're bickering over who gets to fight Frieza. And it's like, there's no way that Goku would jump into the fight and Vegeta wouldn't at least have a quippy line. Oh, right. Wouldn't be like, really, fuckface? Are you serious? Like, exactly. You're exactly right. And you had some of that at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. which I appreciated, but it, it felt odd there that we didn't get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, ultimately, Vegeta comes in and uh, also assists with the fighting, but um, uh, but yeah, they kind of they're about to uh, uh, go instant transmission to Piccolo, and they fly by Frieza, and then they vanish, and it's like, yeah, have fun with that. It's like literally what they say as Broly like comes up behind them. They're like, "Yeah, bye." Um, and then yeah, they learn the fusion dance, which is patently ridiculous. But everyone of a certain age who has watched Dragon Ball has tried to do it at some point or another. And if you say you haven't, you're a dirty fucking liar. And why can't you just admit that you're a super dork like the rest of us? The best though were those Ford Fusion, com- those Ford commercials they did with Dragon Ball, and they did the fusion. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Like if you it. if you don't know what I'm talking about, go look it up. Look it on up YouTube. on YouTube. It's fucking ridiculous, but it's great. They um, did they did this series of Dragon Ball commercials. And it's just like what? It, it was very bizarre. Uh, there were a couple of them, and but the fusion one was the best. It's just like, oh okay, sure, that's cool, I guess. Um. So yeah, we really don't get a lot of the other characters. No, the characters were it was very dialed down. Yeah. Which is fine. But I was a little sad we didn't get any Krillin. Aside from him exploding. Because start Krillin's talking about my favorite characters. So but I'm gonna pose a question to you. In the show, and I mean it's honestly it's been this way since the Super Saiyan. I mean, all the other characters can't hold a candle to anything. Uh Krillin was in the Tournament of Power though. Was he? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get his ass kicked. I mean, of course he did, but he's still there. So is Master Roshi. Master Roshi's in the Tournament of Power, uh-huh. too. 
It's a great arc, Bob. It's so good. I gotta get to You gotta it. get there. I gotta get to it for no other reason than so I can just cancel the Funimation subscription and save that five bucks a month. See, what we really need you to get, though, is the baseball episode. Because the baseball episode is the pinnacle of civilization. Mm. It's so fucking I've, good. I've heard. It's, it's I've so heard good. so much about this. It's so great. It's uh, fucking hilarious. Episode. Um, but yeah, so they come back. They're fused into Gogeta, which, yay, Gogeta is now canon. Uh, the long fight is over, folks. We finally, we, we did it. We did it. Um, and uh, goes to defeat Broly, but uh, his little uh, green girlfriend wishes him back to the planet that he uh, grew up on to mm-hmm. save him. Because uh, she knows he's, you know, he's had kind of an abusive childhood. He's got some issues, but we can work through him. She can fix him. It's going to be great. Um, so yeah, movie kind of ends So he gets pissed off and murderates them. <laughs> movie ends with, um, those two, uh, green lady and, uh, orange dude going back and, uh, they're gonna live with Broly, and then Goku comes, uh, brings them some capsule corp shit so they can live comfortably, and it's like, well, I'm gonna come back and we'll train together, because, you know, you're a Saiyan too and whatever, and, uh, tells him... Exactly, because basically. basically, yes. And um, uh, tells him that he can call him by his Saiyan name, which is Kakarot, which only Vegeta calls him. So, yeah. <laughs> well, it, I, I, I did really enjoy that scene at the end of the movie because it is not thinking that people are going to be like, what, what the, the fuck are you, you doing here? Really, dude? Like, are you serious? You got some nerve showing your face here. <laughs> I mean, but that's like par for the course with the whole show, though. I mean, they fucking brought Frieza back for the Tournament of Power to be like on their team. You know, like that's fucking Goku, man. He's an idiot. You dumbass. But <laughs> the voice acting was top notch, too. I thought it was fine. Yeah. Normally, I really don't like the dub. I don't... I like Goku's voice in Japanese. I I have nothing against... Uh, was it Sean Chamel or whatever the hell his name is? Mm-hmm. I think he does a fine job. I just prefer the more kind of innocent sort of sounding voice for Goku. I just think it fits the character better. Um innocence i mean you're making okay. a, you're making a face at me and i don't appreciate it i'm just i'm just trying i, I mean i don't listen to, i don't watch the dub so maybe that's not the best word for it but it's more childlike because it's a woman who does it for yeah. uh in japanese i don't know it just it fits the character better for yeah me. i mean you know what whatever you're used to right is what you're gonna like right exactly and that's the majority of how i watch super was I would like to watch One Punch Man with the dub. I don't know that I can, Bob. I want to give it a try. Mm. Just to see. I don't think I can. I'll just the first episode on. I don't think I can. Because it's so perfect in Japanese. It really is. It's perfect. It's like... mm, I don't know that I can do that. I have tried to find, like, the, the soundtrack for that show. It doesn't exist. Everywhere. Like, I want to throw money at this. Why can I not buy this? Please put, please make it available to us. Like I feel like I even stopped at that sh- that store at the mall where they have all the Japanese shit, uh, where they have a bunch of like anime soundtracks yeah. and video game soundtracks. Like that's where I used to go to like find stuff before you had to like order something 
from the back of, like, fucking... Uh, one of those old uh, uh, gaming magazines from like in the late 90s where if you wanted anything vaguely anime related or it, you had to like hunt for it mm-hmm. and they didn't have it and I was so disappointed and I'm just like I, I want this why can I not purchase this yeah, how is weird. this not a thing this like show is hugely popular the fuck yeah it's weird so overall Bob uh, what, where, uh, where did uh, Dragon Ball Super Broly fall on your hot dog scale? Oh, on the hot dog scale, Broly. Um, this movie falls into this is the the spikes pizza dog. I remember what spikes is. That's true. That is true. Spikes is a hot dog place in Boston. Yes. Um, they serve, they have a variety of different dogs. They, they have a photo of a really cute bulldog on the wall. Yes. I'm assuming the titular Spike. Um, and uh, w- w- something interesting. They they have all kind of crazy toppings. Um, that's kind of their, their deal is they do all sorts of different things. And... They have these really thick buns, um, and they have a you know they do a hot dog challenge where if you can eat six hot dogs in one sitting, um, you can get your picture put on the wall. Is your photo on that wall, Bob? It was at one point. Okay. My guess is they rotate them okay. because they do not have enough space. Okay, just wanted to. I just uh, but people wanted to know. Now, normally six hot dogs would be no real challenge for me, but these buns are so fucking huge and you, so you gotta you gotta you gotta get through the they're bun they're filling you up on bread is what they're doing yeah yeah exactly you're getting you're getting filled up on bread and uh it's it's a little rough so it's actually delicious and it's a lot of fun mm. but you don't want to eat it all the time that's uh yeah, okay there you go I enjoyed it uh, as the nerd that I am. Uh, I thought it was a little slow at the beginning, but you're here for the anime fighting. Yeah. And it got there, and it delivered in spades. So if you are a fan of uh, Dragon Ball, I would definitely recommend seeing the movie. I don't know how long it's in theaters for. Um, originally, uh, I think uh, Resurrection F, which was the movie before this, only had like a one-day release. So I remember it being really short. It was like a specific. It was like, like a special. Yeah. Showing on like a Thursday or some shit. Right. I vaguely remember. We went with a pretty big group uh, with Jack and his friends, and um, this was uh, we were in a pretty crowded theater. Yeah. And there were multiple showings, and it sounds like it's at a fair amount of theaters. Like last time, we kind of had to hunt, but. Which is kind of cool to see, because it's Dragon Ball's always been close to my heart. So. Well, this is this is the thing that I think theaters, if they're going to continue to be successful in um, this age of digital downloads and stuff like that, it needs to be the special event, and you know, it, you gotta you gotta have more, bring people in more for these niche things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think be, free solo. Yeah. You that know, was great on the big screen. Yeah. Uh, you know, people are coming. They want to watch it. They're not going to sit there on their phones. You had a lot of people on our phones, though. Well, but Around us, there were people on their phones, which annoyed the shit out of me. I didn't notice, but... 
you know, but they're not, they're generally going to, they're there to watch the movie. You know, a lot of times with a general audience, you know, the big budget audience, I've found those audiences are a little rougher because you get, you'll tend to get people who, you get, you get more people in the theater um, who are not actually interested in the movie. Well, and I think, and I was thinking about this when people were laughing at that Wonder Park trailer, because I was just like, like, this is every single trailer that you've ever seen in your entire life. Yeah. And we just go to the movies way too much. <laughs> so we're desensitized to all of that stuff. You know? Yeah. Unless it's the John Wick 3 trailer. Yeah. In but she murders someone with a book. <laughs> but May, uh, Bob. May. May. But, you know, if, you know, more these kind of smaller fandoms or these more niche communities, they get to see their thing on a screen and it's like, yeah, I'll go out for that. Yeah. So I'll spend a, a couple hours at the movies with some friends. And with digital distribution. Oh, it's easy. It's easy for the theaters. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how they do it. I doubt it's I doubt it's digital or digital transfer it's probably like a flash drive in the mail or a hard drive um by fedex but um that's right you're not getting the big cans of film reel anymore right so you have more opportunity to do that niche stuff and that's a place they could make more money Mm -hmm. but make it an event analog make it an event Mm -hmm. and people will go yeah for sure so I think that's the problem with the Marvel Universe. It's not an event anymore. No, Because it happens all the time. I think with those, though, it's... This is a big movie. I mean, we've talked about it before. It's it's like if there's a new big single-player game coming out that you know a bunch of people are going to get, it's like I want to go now and I want to play it now so I can talk about it with people right. now. So I can be part of the conversation. Right. To borrow a phrase. You know, it's it's that... Oh, everybody else is doing it, so I need to go do it now. I think it's going to get harder for them, though. Uh, I think so, too. Especially since you're seeing a lot of the major players who have been such a factor for the last 10 years mm-hmm. will presumably be dying in this uh, in this next iteration, in this next um, movie. I mean, I think Chris Evans is out, which is like, oh, yeah, oh, okay. Well, I, I think, you know, and not just Marvel in this franchise, but you're just saturated by these big blockbuster movies. and Well, unfortunately, with Disney buying uh, 20th Fox, Century Fox, it's going to be, it's only going to get worse. What was 20th Century Fox's involvement in this? Uh, maybe they were the distributor? Maybe. I really don't, I don't know. know. But uh, I thought Funimation was owned by like Sony or something. That's what I thought, too. Um, I thought Sony bought them like a year or two ago. That's what I thought. Um, but no, um, do more stuff like this. I'm interested. I, like, I I'm much more interested in stuff like this. Like, I'm gonna go see the Marvel movies, without a doubt. Yeah, we always go. But, mostly, I I would argue we mostly go because we do the podcast now. But you know, there are times we don't. We did not go see Ant Man and the Wasp, which we do still need to watch. Yeah, we do want to see it. It's just, but it's it wasn't that draw. I, I didn't feel compelled to go to the theater, and I think that's where you're gonna start having problems. So, 
Well, it's diminishing returns, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like this. It, it like you said, it happens several times a year now. We're so oversaturated with superhero movies. I don't and f- feel the need to run to the theater to see all of them. And what you can watch it on at home. Well, that's the other thing. It's getting so much better. And we've talked about this at at length with certain movies. It's just it's it's gorgeous downstairs. Yeah. And I don't have to deal with people. Right. And that right there in and of itself is a huge selling point. Yeah. So. But uh Erica should yes. people go see Broly? I think if, if you're a Dragon Ball fan, which you haven't listened this far if you're not, yeah, I would say go see it. Seek it out. Or wait till it comes out on a uh, uh, Blu-ray or whatever. Definitely, definitely check it out. At least for the fight scenes, mm-hmm. you know, because that's this series is bread and butter. So, yep, definitely go check it out. We've already done the hot dog scale. Yep, we have. So, uh, and I do. Th- I'm not going to say the name of the movie because I think we've actually managed to get through an episode without saying it. Yeah, there was no comparison. So that, in and of itself is an achievement. We did reference one character, but we did not reference the movie. Are we talking about the same movie? Yeah. What character did we reference? Superman. Oh, we did. Yes. You're absolutely right. Okay. I was like, we talked, we said Pacific Rim several times. But see, here's the thing. It had DC made yes. their Superman more like Goku. It would have worked better because that's what Superman's supposed to be. Correct. Yes. Yes. Full stop. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Um, as always, folks, we'd uh, love if you went over to teampoomanife.com. Go and check out the other battery of podcasts we have there. Obviously, you've been listening to After the Movie. We've got Subtle Interference, which uh, Bob needs to update. Uh <laughs> Oof, I wrote that, is updating again. Uh, please go check that out. We have subtle, uh, I already said subtle interference. We've got uh, Improvised Weapons, which is our real play D&D podcast from some friends of ours up in uh, Vermont. They've been going strong uh, since they've started a couple years ago now. They've got, they've got a back catalog and everything you guys can go listen to. It's crazy. And then, of course, we finally got a proper release date for Game of Thrones. Meh, 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 meh. Which I have in the calendar, but I can't remember off the top of it's my like head. It's like April f- It's mid-April. Right. So uh, Beyond the Red Waste will be uh, shaking off the dust and coming back to life in a few months. Unless Bob's like, I can't be bothered anymore. I'm just thinking that that time of year, that could be like the final ski trip of the season would end up on like that weekend. I mean, the only nice thing about that is I could literally bring in several people to do an episode with me. Yes. So, I mean, if it does end up happening, I'm not super concerned. Yeah, that's fair. So, thank you as always, ladies and gentlemen, for joining, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>